Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. David Lindner and Kevin Hey, Cruz. hey, hey. Here Yo. we go. Yo. Episode 121. 121. Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. Are you kidding me? Are we that old? We're that old. <laughs> and we're just getting older, man. Oh, We're getting, day. I'm, uh, at least I'm getting more and more irrelevant no, I'll tell you as what. time goes by. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. Yesterday, I was raking leaves in our backyard, and I like our backyard. It's nice, but we have like seven trees, and so um, raking them up has just obnoxious you know so i'm raking and you know it probably took me a couple hours to rake and bag all these i haven't raked it like this this Mm -hmm. is the first time i raked all season yeah you hadn't built up your your raking muscles yeah and and i was sore man like that last night i was i'm still a little sore you know even this morning so we have we have a couple trees but we get a lot of leaves in our yard from everyone else's trees. All the neighbors. Man, that is frustrating. Because uh, like, we have seven neighbors. And so they all kind yeah. of, they all blow into your yard. Yeah, we have a, we're on a flag lot, you know, for people who've never been here, obviously you're the only one yeah. who listens to the podcast who has. I know you're, <laughs> I've been here. But, but we literally have seven neighbors. We have seven different kinds of fence around our backyard. That's like awesome. because this was the last lot to get developed yeah but we have a lot of those people have trees that have been there a lot longer than this lot so we have all their leaves in our yard yeah totally yeah so totally but uh anyway fall has falled yeah fall is falling and i i've seen that i've seen that all i've seen people say fall has falled uh, that's i don't the understand first, i've why. never heard that that's the first time i've heard it yeah, fall I, has falled i saw it on facebook a whole bunch of times this year people like wow. pictures fall has falled i'm like that's not even like proper English. I'm probably just like way out of touch, and that's some really popular thing from some Maybe. TV show that I don't watch. But Maybe. Fall has fallen. But hey, anyway, we're going to get right into it this time. We've got yeah. a comment to read. Uh, Yay. Oh, and we um, should we should actually apologize. Yeah, last episode, <laughs> we spent like almost 15 minutes talking about college football. Yeah. So no college football today, because uh, as much as David and I love college football, I love my ducks. He loves his Buckeyes. Um, we recognize that there are people who A, don't like football, and B, aren't even in America. (laughs) Don't live in the United States. They don't even live in the United States and can care less about what's happening here in the world of sports. So uh, we'll just skip the football talk for this episode. Okay, done. But um, Comment. So this is actually on an older post way back in, what's the date? I don't know what the date is. Several years old. Oh, (laughs) several years? Yeah, it's actually August, no, yeah. January 25th of 2010, so almost two years old. Wow. I was just getting ready to open my mouth to say, see, so if you leave a comment, we'll read it. But maybe I shouldn't say that because um, apparently if you leave a comment, we'll read it two years later. Um, so- <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a new comment. Oh, okay. On the post. <laughs> I, thought you- <laughs> I no, thought you were saying... The, the comment is from October 24th, okay. 2012. So just like a couple weeks and, ago. Yeah, and he actually I says totally that. I totally thought you were saying that the comment was two years old no, the, and we're just now reading the- the post is old. The post is old. The comment is new. But. Okay, good. So my theory, my theory stands. If you leave a comment, we will read it. Okay, uh, so the post, the post is, is a couple years old. Dangerous decibels, talking about 
uh, and there's a link there, dangerousdecibels.org slash hearing loss dot, dot CFM. I, re- I remember that episode. Yeah. So um, the first comment was from Eric Rasmussen, March 2nd, 2011. Uh, the week before, I had had about 15 people come up to me and express that the sound was too quiet and that they didn't want to sing out because they didn't want people around them to hear them singing, which is one of the arguments we've talked about when we talk about loud. Having it a little bit louder. Yeah. So uh, he goes on to say, people don't like that, but that's what corporate worship is all about, worshiping together. It's why we don't sit at home with headphones watching TV worship services. If the sound is so loud that you can't hear the person next to you singing, then what you have is a concert, not a worship service, which we've also talked about. We have. Um, each person can be worshiping personally just as they can at a concert while silently listening to music and praising God with their thoughts, but it's not the same as a church service. So Eric, that's a, couple, that's a year ago, but Billy, the, uh, just this uh, two weeks ago, my response is almost three years after your excellent posting, but the issue remains current and vital. I'm a hearing scientist who just happened to be a former pastor and worship leader in a relatively large church for 4,000 huh. plus adult regulars. Um, I think it's important to remember that worship is not about the music, the instruments, the clarity of the vocals, the acoustics, the harmonies, etc., and certainly not about how loud we can make it. It's about connecting individually and corporately with the living God and pouring out to him our deepest gratitude, sorrows, longings, fears, joy, frustration, and desire to be one with him in every way. The rest of it can get in the way, uh, but we should not, but should not be the emphasis. When it comes to volume, Uh, God would have us edified, built up in him. That doesn't include intentionally putting our precious ears at risk for damage, nor does it include causing some of our family physical discomfort because of the volume. Those involved in facilitating worship need to be sensitive and responsive, using knowledge of the science and wisdom about the the, uh, specific setting and audience to bring about balance that accomplishes his desire for the gathering. Hmm. All right. So, yeah, that's, that's a great point, Billy. Um, and I think it's something that, at least I know we've talked about it in the podcasts, maybe not in this article, but it doesn't need to be at 105 decibels. It doesn't need to be painful. Yeah, it doesn't need to be painful. You certainly should not be causing any damage. No. Um, um, I can't remember all. That's why I actually posted this was because they, and I, at that length, and you can get there by, uh, if you just go, and do a search for Dangerous Decibels at worshipministrycatalyst.com. You can find that, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes for this episode. But um, they talk about how long you need to be exposed to certain volumes to actually cause the damage. And so I think at 85 decibels, it was something like four hours mm. of consistent 85 decibels, which, you know, there's it's not ever consistent 85 decibels at our churches. And so I th- it was shorter for 90 or 92, you know, it's a couple hours or an hour or something like that. I don't know. I should probably go look, but, um, but anyway, even in our worship, we're never at a consistent 92. I mean, at, at the quiet parts of the songs were down in the eighties or lower than that. Yeah. If, if you shoot for 85, you're going to be down in low eighties, high seventies during the quiet part. So we're, we're almost never in danger of hitting that sustained, 90 100 decibels for a long enough time to cause any damage but at the same time that doesn't mean it's not annoying (laughs) (laughs) when you you get that piercing ah! and especially for for some of the people in the older generations who aren't used to kind of the wall of sound that comes from from the newer music where there's just there there's multiple things across the entire frequency range and so it's just like comes at you across the whole spectrum 
And so if you're not used to that, then getting very loud is going to be very annoying very fast. Yeah. And so you need to you need to take that into consideration when you're well, thinking that, about you your know, specific church. You don't need to be loud just because the church down the street is loud. Yeah, and that's partly why, you know, at least, you know, I mean, at Laurelwood, we, we, we use lots of dynamics. Um, I mean, because honestly, like, I, I don't think it matters if you're old or if you're young. Like, um, I think no matter what your age, um, a, a steady, consistent wall of sound starts to get a little mm-hmm. annoying after a while. Like, I mean, even when I listen to songs, you know, um, you know, I mean, mo- most songs you listen to, there, there's dynamics in them. And, mm-hmm. and that's the reason why. If it's just like steady. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and we, we uh, you know, we try to use a lot of dynamics at Laurelwood, you know, soft uh, breakdowns, um, you know, just uh, just drums and bass, um, you know, stuff like that where, where it's mixing it up. Uh, you know, you, you build it up at the right points. You, you bring it down. Uh, you know, little soft intros and outros. I mean, all kinds of things. Because um, I, I think that helps break it up. Yeah. And I think that makes it so it doesn't sound like a big wall. Well, even if it's quiet, I mean, if you're like at 70 decibels, if you are if you are by yourself with an acoustic guitar. Oh, yeah. And you don't use dynamics, people will lose interest. Yeah. That's it, just, if it's just... Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I think, you know, dynamics are a very important part and obviously very important when it comes to giving people a relief when it is an, at a louder vo- a volume that right. uh, people can get a little break, a respite from it. So thanks, Billy, for the comment. We Thank appreciate you, Billy. it. Thank um, you. Hey, you, by the way, did we ever say our uh, our info? No, not yet. Okay. We're really bad at doing that. I know. So. I was trying to remind you. Ten minutes in is pretty good for us. All right. <laughs> We're doing it. So, uh you can get in touch with us online, worshipministrycatalyst.com. Yes. You can send an email to david at worshipministrycatalyst.com. Or, or kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. You can join our worldwide Facebook network, facebook.com slash worshipministrycatalyst. You can follow us on twitter.com slash wmcatalyst. You can leave us a voicemail at 360-818-4339. And if you're out of the country and don't want to do that, you can go, or if you're in the country and you don't want to do that, yeah, you can go to our way. website. Leave us an audio message by clicking on the tab on the right-hand side of the page. Right-hand. So uh, something new we're going to be starting uh, to try and uh, help me out personally, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I lost my job, if you don't know that. So uh, we might talk about that in a future episode. We won't talk about that today. Too soon. um, We have another topic planned to talk about. A good one um, about me. (laughs) On on worshipministrycatalyst.com, you will notice that there is a link to Amazon. It's not there as of this recording. It will be there when this is posted. So um, basically if you just go click on that link before you go buy anything at amazon.com, they cut off a, a little chunk of the top and give it to us. You, you don't, they don't charge you any extra. You don't pay anything extra. You're not spending any extra money. They just take a little percentage and send it our way. So if you uh, would help us out by just buying, clicking on our link before you go to buy anything off of amazon.com it includes everything on Amazon, music, books, anything, anything you get there. So that's our spiel. Shall we get into the topic? Yeah. Yeah. So last episode, we were talking about special services and we, uh, we talked a lot about Thanksgiving. Actually, we talked a lot about college football, um, but we're <laughs> and then pat- we talked about Thanksgiving. And then we talked about Thanksgiving. And then we kind of talked about and Christmas. And then we briefly talked about Christmas and, you know, I kind of made the joke, oh man, we should, we should do a whole episode about, uh, about my, my Christmas planning. Cause it's been woefully, um, uh, behind so and so we're doing it. <laughs> so we're uh, here's what here's what's not to do, here is what not to do for Christmas planning. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, you know, I um, 
Uh, I've, I've been at Laurelwood. This is my seventh Christmas at Laurelwood. And, it's like uh, the magic number. Uh, my my seventh Christmas program. You need a sabbatical now, right? I mean, <laughs> that's what you get after seven years, isn't it? <laughs> Is that how it works? I don't know. Maybe. Um, I still got a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so seventh Christmas and um, and uh, seven Christmas programs. You know, and we've done a number of different things. You know, a couple of years ago, we did, uh, of course, the Vancouver mm-hmm. Christmas Project, which I miss. I, w- I wish we could have done it last mm-hmm. year. Maybe maybe someday we can yeah, we have to reinvigorate it. it. Yeah. Um, revive it. Revive the Christmas Project, because I think it was a cool deal, but it was, whatever. It was cool. Le- uh, last year and this year, we're, we're keeping it more simple, um, you know, uh, just doing it at our church, which... Um, it is good and bad. So I'll tell you the good. All right. So so the good is you can kind of custom tailor it to your church, to your people. Um, you can custom it to uh, the people that you have mm-hmm. on your on your team. Uh, you can play to their strengths. Um, you know, obviously, if you're doing it in house, it is you know free and and you know you can kind of do it however you want. Whereas in years past, whether you know the Vancouver Christmas Project. It was like five or six churches, and we rented mm-hmm. out Evergreen High School and did a big thing. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, um, I'd, I'd even done some combined choir stuff with like Brush Prairie Baptist and Philida Baptist. Um, so all of those have different dynamics. So that's the, that's the plus side. The plus side is uh, more freedom, more flexibility, mm-hmm. cost, blah, blah, blah. Now, the downside to doing it, um, you know, doing it in-house yourself or whatever, the, the downside is it's kind of all on you. It's all you. It's all you. There's no one else to pick up the slack. Yeah, and and if you happen to um, slack, uh-huh. uh, then all of a sudden um, you got to make up your own. Then, slack. All, then all of a sudden you got to make up your own slack, and that's what happened this year yeah. with me. Um, so it was like a week ago. It suddenly dawned on me that Christmas, <laughs> our our program is scheduled for the 15th and 16th of December, so the third week of December, and all of a sudden it dawned on me. Hey, we're into the month of November now. <laughs> like it's it's November. Yeah. And I haven't even done anything. With- See, I think it, I think in your defense, it's we had a really late summer. Yeah. And so like it didn't really feel like fall it until didn't. just a week or two ago. I know, right? Because yeah. here in the Northwest, where where we live, um, I mean, we had an amazing sun. You know, what was it like? Out of eighty days, it rained once or something. Yeah, some just an, yeah. an insane number. Mm-hmm. And uh, so suddenly it dawns on me, oh my goodness, Christmas is about six weeks away, mm-hmm. and I don't really have anything. Um, so the downside is um, I suddenly had to do a lot of work um, because again. When it's just your church, it's kind of all on you. All on you. And it falls on your shoulders and, you know, the buck stops with you. <laughs> and, um, and you know, the, the funny thing in, in all Which this... Which, that's a plus. The buck stops with you. Sure. You yeah. can, I mean, you can decide. If yeah. you're late, you can decide, hey, we're not going to be able to pull this off. We're going to do this. We're going to be able to pull this off. We're going to be able to do this. Right, right. Um, well, and the thing is, you know, I, I had, like, some ideas kind of rattling around in my head, you know, like... Um, months ago, oh, what if we did this? And, you know, what if we did a kids' choir? You know, it, it's been a couple of years since we've had a kids' choir at Laurelwood. We used to do it every year when I first when I first came on board. It's been, uh, it may even be three years since we've done a kid, like an official kids' mm-hmm. choir. You know, and so 
I'm like, oh, we should do a kids choir. Oh, maybe a drama. You know, maybe blah. You know, I'm thinking, you know, so I just got ideas rattling around, mm-hmm. but nothing concrete, nothing established, nothing on paper, nothing even remotely close to like a program. A plan. A plan, mm-hmm. exactly. Until suddenly it dawns on me, oh no. Um, so uh, the last two, the last two or three days, um, I've been working my butt off, <laughs> like literally, literally putting in, uh, you know, 10 hours every day, mm-hmm. uh, just, just going through music, listening to music, um, <laughs> calling people, talking with people. Hey, you know, uh, uh, can you sing this song? Um, would you be able to play this song? Um, Hey, uh, uh, Josh, Julia, can you put together a drama, um, about this? First I had to even come up with like a theme, right? I mean, <laughs> I had nothing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I kind of settled on this theme of everlasting hope. And, um, you know, I've seen a lot of Christmas songs as I was kind of planning things. A lot of songs that had to do with hope. Mm-hmm. Hope has come, hope of the world, the, ho- uh, the Christmas hope. And so that whole theme of everlasting hope. So I started kind of building it from there. Um, and, and, and right now at this point, um, you know, we're, we're about uh, six weeks away. And, and I, I have kind of all the songs planned out but i i still need to start doing practices i still need to get um you know chords and sheet music and all that stuff together um but i i got a big chunk of it done and that's the actual planning steps there would there would be people that would argue and i've heard them argue this um that the procrastination is part of the process when you're <laughs> when you're a creative kind of a person yeah you know like like putting it off and I know I actually, I do work this way. It's unfortunate. Like you thrive better under pressure or something. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, it's not until there's actual pressure and, you know, deadlines and a need to accomplish it. That is that, you know, it's just like, oh, well, I'll, I'll get to that later. But like, it's that pressure that kind of forces you to start making decisions, start getting the thing done. You know, there, there is, there is some truth to that. Um, because I'll admit like yesterday, um, yesterday I, I literally just sat down, you know, um, you know, four hour chunks at a time, just, just listening, just scoring, you know, pouring over music and, mm-hmm. uh, um, like a lot of pressure, but I got a lot done. Yeah. Like probably more, I, I probably did more yesterday in that amount of time than than I, I ever had, you yeah. know, in, in that amount of time because I was like, oh no, I got to get it done right now. Yeah. And so I was making decisions. I'm like, yep, this song, nope, not that song. She'll, she'll sing this one, <laughs> he'll sing that one, done. So I think there is some yeah. truth to it, but at there's least for- a, There's actually a whole, I can't, I, I know I've mentioned this before and I couldn't remember before, but there's a whole songwriting method. Oh, that's based on that, that idea of the pressure. pressure. Yeah. And where like uh, they do songwriting like weekends where you have to write 20 songs in a weekend and it puts you in the pressure. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, so you've got to do this pressure, you know, you've got to get the, and you've got to get it done. I don't know. It just, it like forces you into make, you know, to quick decisions. And it's like, I don't know, it's somehow it works. A lot yeah, of times it, it works. And it, d- it definitely does force you into go mode. But mm-hmm. um, I will say that at least for me and my, my personality, um, it, it was, it was stressful and probably not the, the best, probably not the best. <laughs> well, you're not a procrastinator. No, no, not nature, typically, so. not except for this year. Um, but you know, in my defense, like, you know, I, I have a lot of, uh, new responsibilities at the mm-hmm. church I'm trying to do, I'm not trying to make excuses, but it is one of those things where, um, where I, I, uh, you know, I, I kind of just, I don't want to say I forgot about it, but I just, I kind of just let it slide. Cause I'm like, Oh, I got time. Oh, I got yeah, time. Oh, yeah. I got time. Nope. I don't have time. <laughs> I got to do it. 
But you know, if you if you can even if you can capitalize on that pressure, yeah, earlier in the year, yeah, and then because when you do procrastinate, you don't have any time to refine, you don't have any time to sharpen it. You've you just got to go. execute. You got to so, execute. Um, if Which you actually, can give yourself a deadline, it's an actual deadline. Give yourself an actual reason that you have to have everything decided by a certain day back in October or yeah. August or something. Well, you know what I'm, I, you know what I decided I'm going to do this year, like based on this experience, because mm-hmm. um, I mean, you know, end of the day, I got it done. We're moving forward. Uh, we're we're going to start practices in a couple of weeks. I'll have all the music printed and so ready to be go. Fine. We'll yeah. be fine. Be good. Yeah. I mean, and it'll come together. You know, we're, we're doing kids choir this year. We're starting practices next Sunday. So um, everything is coming mm-hmm. together. So I, I made it, you know, <laughs> skin of my teeth type of thing. <laughs> but I decided after this experience, um, just so that I, I don't let this happen again, um, you know, because regardless of the excuse or the reason, um, you know, it, it kind of was a like a, a last minute realization of, oh no, I got to get going. Mm-hmm. So what I'm, what I decided to do, and you know, I should have you hold me accountable to this, um, <laughs> We'll have to like set a calendar reminder. Totally, like do yeah, do a little Outlook reminder. <laughs> no, I I decided that after this Christmas is over, um, I'm gonna go through all of like my new Christmas CDs and start plant just like start writing down like potential ones for next year. Because mm-hmm. here's what happens. All right, and this is I've gotten into a bad habit. I, I I hope I'm not the only one that does this. Maybe I am, but I'll I'll buy Christmas music. You know, like in November. Mm-hmm. Um. October, November. Um, but by the time I get those Christmas CDs, I've usually already picked out like my Christmas music. So then those Christmas CDs end up becoming my songs for next year. Mm-hmm. So in other words, what I did yesterday when I'm like, you know, just pouring over all this music, I'm listening to all the CDs I bought last year and I'm listening to them with the mindset of, okay, what can we do mm-hmm. for our program? Because a lot of times I'll buy these CDs, songs are already picked out, so I'm just listening to it for fun. Mm-hmm. Like I'm listening it to, you know, in the car. We're listening to it as a family when we're decorating the Christmas tree. I'm not listening to it strategically. So my plan is, after the program is over, um, while Christmas music is still acceptable to listen to, because it's weird to listen to it in like, you know, July. Unless or, you're me. Uh, unless you're David Linder. Okay. <laughs> but I decided that I'm going to, um, after the program's over, I'm going to spend, you know, maybe just like a week um, listening to these songs. And as I hear a song, I'm going to put it down on a list. So then next October rolls around Mm -hmm. and I can go to my list and be like, oh, yeah, that's right. I like this one. Oh, this was a good one. Oh, yeah. And boom, I'm already halfway there. That's a good idea. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And and there are a lot of, I mean, you know, Jars of Clay... Um, there's some very doable arrangements on their Christmas album. Yeah, yeah which um, I was listening to that. Yeah. That was one of the CDs I bought last year mm-hmm. and never actually, you know, uh, did anything with it as far as Christmas songs. So I was li- that was one of the CDs I listened mm-hmm. to. Um, of course, there's Chris Tomlin's Christmas CD. I was never a real big fan of that. I, you know, I bought it, you didn't listened like to it. it a couple of times. I think we may have done one arrangement off of it. We did Glory in the Highest. I thought that was a... A good song. Yeah. Uh, you could do what I did last year and write verses for normal worship songs, write Christmas verses for ah, normal worship songs. Paul Belash did that with his offering song. Yeah, he did that with offering. Yeah. I did it to uh, Here Is Our King, the David Crowder song. No way. If you want my verse, you just send me an email and I'll be glad to ship it off. <laughs> <laughs> so you can you can do it for a Christmas song. It's a great, perfect, Here Is Our King, you yeah, know, perfect for is. Christmas, but there wasn't a Christmas 
kind of focused lyric, so I just wrote a separate verse as a Christmas oh, that's verse. That's great. But um but yeah, there's a lot of good arrangements of of Christmas tunes now. So, you know, really the the um the blame is on us <laughs> for not utilizing, for not using them. Yeah. If if we don't use them for our Christmas services, uh, it's it's just because we haven't planned or given our team enough time to learn it, or no, there's or plen- done enough there's research plenty or, of Christmas songs yeah. out there, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, I had a whole iTunes playlist of Christmas songs from last year mm-hmm. that I never really listened through, and so I'm I'm spending hours, you know, just mm-hmm. going over it all, and I'm like, why didn't I do this last year? <laughs> so I'm like. I'm doing it this year, okay? So, uh, if you don't have a plan, let me help you. Last um, last year, uh, for our church, I made up some videos with, and I actually didn't make the video part. The guy at our church did, but um, I'll give those away. Sweet. For free. Free videos. Three, three videos that kind of just give you the whole theme that you need for your Christmas service. So um, I'll put a link to that Why in our show Why didn't you tell notes. me this yesterday when I'm, <laughs> when I'm sp- spending all um, my time and energy? <laughs> it was kind of inspired by Willow Creek. They did a, a Christmas thing a few a few years ago called Letters or Letters at Christmas or something like that. So it's, it's Christmas letters, but just kind of the idea of a letter, you know, Christmas letters, what is a letter? You know, it's a written communication from somebody to another person and then kind of talks about how uh, Jesus Christ you know, God wrote himself into the story. He brought himself as the letter, you know, kind of the communication for us at Christmas time. So, um, they're just, they're animated text videos. That's me talking. So if you don't like my voice, you probably won't want to check it out. Um, but, uh, <laughs> totally free for you to use. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes so you can go check that out. Sweet. If you don't have something, this might be exactly what you need to wrap your services yeah, around. If you are like me and you just realized yesterday <laughs> that you need to start planning, then get on it. Time to go. Yeah. So it's go time, uh, make sure to go to worshipministrycatalyst.com and look at this episode for that. Cool. So you can go find that. Also, uh, before we wrap it up, we'll wrap it up on time this time. But um, speaking of Christmas, yeah. So I'll speak. I'll do that one first. I was going to do another one. But um, speaking of Christmas, I'm working on a Christmas album. Hey, it's uh, what like ten, nine of the tracks are instrumental, and then two or three uh, vocal tracks, originals, and stuff like that. So nice. um, There will be a link to that in the show notes, or at least a link to where you'll be able to find information about that when it comes out. Um, Hope it'll be out by the time this episode errors um but then so yeah if you want to it'll be on itunes and all that stuff so if you want to help support a a man and keeping a roof over his head <laughs> i appreciate that um but but also i want to give a quick shout out david santa steven you remember he was on our podcast yes i do uh, back in the summer he just finished a book called uh worship songwriting ah. or the worship songwriter can't remember for sure but uh anyway he, where he will hopefully be on the podcast soon, maybe just for a little quick cameo appearance appearance to talk about the book. We'll just kind of interview him a little bit on the book. But um, I wanted to give our listeners a heads up about that. Make sure you go over to davidsanastephen.com and uh, click on his link there for Worship Songwriter. It's a it's a book. Cool. Especially, we ha- I know we have a lot of people interested in songwriting, worship yep. for songwriting in particular. So you want to go check that out, davidsanastephen.com. And you should also check out our 20-week series that we did on uh, God songs. Yeah, maybe we have to do a series on his book. Oh, that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> so uh, do do another songwriting series. But So anyway, that's a lot of information in a relatively short amount of time. So Go us. 
So, uh, yeah, make, you might want to listen to this episode again. It, it just might be that good. <laughs> it's so good, you got to listen to it twice. Oh, boy. All right. So, uh, thanks for listening. Episode 121. You can find us again online, www.worshipministrycatalyst.com. You can send an email to davidworshipministrycatalyst.com or kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. You can like us on facebook.com slash worshipministrycatalyst. Follow us on twitter.com slash wmcatalyst. You can send us a uh, voicemail, 360-818-4339. Leave us a voice message on our website by clicking on the tab on the right. That rhymed. I should remember how I said it that time so I can oh, add that to the sweet. to the brainwash that of that, what was that is. a good one. Um, so, but anyway, you want to go there and leave us an audio message. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope to hear from you soon. Take care. Bye.